0: Hey everyone, and welcome out to episode 280 of the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky. Before we get into today's episode, our show is sponsored by audibletrial.com, or actually it's really sponsored by Audible. If you go to audibletrial.com forward slash good, bad, geeky, you get a <coughs> excuse me 14-day free trial with an audiobook of your choice. Which is awesome. You can get one of some of my favorites, Bossy Pants, uh, Timeline by Michael Crichton, is another favorite of mine. Um, but over 180,000 titles to choose from. Get a free audiobook in that 14 day free trial. It's really worth it. Give it a shot. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash good bad geeky. All right. We also have our sponsor shows as Ultimate Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a fan based webcomic featuring the adventures of Leonardo, Donatello, Michelangelo, and Raphael. Check it out at utmnt.com And finally, last but not least, it's all been on RadioHour.com. Check out all the news and information on how you can possibly be a part of the show. Go to the the show, which is a last live show in February was the 13th. In March, they moved to Mad Labs Theater in Columbus. So, again, check it out. It's all been on RadioHour.com. Find out how to subscribe to the podcast feed and more. And, of course, Pack Rat Comics. Uh, Pack Rat Comics, which is uh, the host of Good, the Bad, and Geekie Live, starting March 12th at 7 p.m. Check them out. And not just for that, though. Check them out because they're the Eisner Award-winning comic retailer of the year for 2015. And, guys, I also have to tell you, they have an amazing selection of comic books, graphic novels, t-shirts, board games, and... So much more. Check them out at packratcomics.com Okay, so episode 280 of The Good, the Bad, and the Geeky features a movie I've been wanting to see for a long time now and I finally just got around to seeing it and that is the movie Pond Sacrifice. Now the movie stars uh, Toby Maguire as Bobby Fisher, the chess genius slash giant slash maniac. And Lev Schreiber, Lev Schreiber plays Boris Spassky, his opponent. And overall, my first thoughts in the movie are it was good. Solid performances all around from uh, Schreiber, from McGuire. There's also, and I didn't know he was in the movie, I don't remember him being part of the trailer, necessarily. Was Peter Sasgard, um, that really actually sort of surprised me uh, that he was in the movie. I had I really had no idea that he was in the movie, and it took me for a loop. The other thing that surprised me, and I can't remember his name right now, so when I get it out, I'll, I'll pop it up, but he was uh, on, uh, Rothstein in Boardwalk Empire. But he was in the movie too, and it really sort of uh, took me for a loop that that he was in there uh it, it i mean it really i think it's um <sighs> yeah 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 okay yeah i'm not nuts uh michael Straub- strub he was in boardwalk empire uh he played rosting he was also in a uh, a serious man Hugo, Men in Black Three. Uh, uh, he's also in the new um, Steve Jobs movie, Trumbo, which is a movie I really want to look. I really would like to see, but um, but it pretty much tells the story of the big confrontation, the big game, and how he wins the game um, as he slowly starts to deteriorate mentally. Um, I I really you know the movie's good the movie's good I really feel like it could have been a, a best picture nominee film because here's the thing I really loved Liv Schreiber's performance I loved Toby Maguire's performance too uh, you know they don't really make bad movies they really don't or let me rephrase it their performance in the movies I, I can't judge them for it. I mean, unless it's really fucking bad. I, I will say that I, I realize now that Tobey Maguire has a very particular way that he walks. Um, I don't know if it's what he calls his strut. Um, and, and that's the. It, it took me on the movie for a second because it's like a realization just dawned on me. He has a weird way that he sort of strut walks, like, you know. Mm, there's a part where he's walking in, in Iceland um, down the road or something like that, and a car is coming, but like, he's like, it's like a weird walk. Um, and it makes me also realize, too, that he is truly the perfect Peter Parker. Uh, but outside of that, uh, all kidding aside uh, about the Peter Parker thing, um, which I do believe to be true, uh, but performance wise, I mean, it, it, it's truly a wonderful film beautifully shot beautifully edited but at the end of the day i feel like it could have been so much more like pawn sacrifice like what like in a way i think the film was trying to excuse me show us how you know that i mean yeah bobby fisher wasn't all there uh Of course, but it was really, I think, also uh, an investigation into, um, like, I think I read, I I think I heard an interview with Tobey Maguire on Nerdist about, to plug the movie, where he even talked about how, like, you know, they're, they're not trying to definitively say what went wrong. You know, they're not trying to say, you know, what where he went off the deep end you know what i mean they're not saying that at all there it, it, it's it's again it's a very weird thing but i feel like i wish they would have i wish they would have really got into um like for example i i know after because i remember when the movie came out um like i i sometimes do i start pulling up wikipedia i i'm fascinated about the subject uh I really want to... I'm interested. You know what I mean? Like, you got me hook, line, and sinker about this movie already. I just need to watch it. And I remember reading information where Spassky and Fisher were actually pals. Um, uh, Spassky sympathized greatly with Fisher, um, or he gave the impression to the press that he sympathized with Fisher, um, especially in the final years of, of Fisher's life. And... You know, he, like that's it's impressive in some ways that, but they never get into that necessarily. Like there's these beautiful moments where Spassky starts to sort of you realize that, and again, I guess what, this is what the thing I wish they would have you know hit home with, right? And that is, the pawn sacrifice is sanity to compete. At least that's what I was thinking, that's what I'm taking away from it, and that's what I think they're trying to say, in that anyone who's that good at chess, that is sincerely that good, at the level they're at, they have to sacrifice something, and it's a pawn sacrifice, the pawn sacrifice is the sacrifice that's for the greater good, um, to further the cause, and in that case, um, Spassky, I would say, is nowhere near, at least the way the movie presented him, is nowhere near as bad as Fisher. Fisher truly is off the deep end. Um, but, you know, I would have loved to got into that. I would have loved to have seen that. Um, I wouldn't have mind the fact that they made a definite case. Like, you know, to me... Bobby Fischer got into chess because his mind wouldn't turn off at night. And his mom, you know, definitely leaned towards communist leanings. And at least as the movie projected, I I remember that being somewhat true. But um, he did have a problem shutting his mind off. He would overthink everything and he would be – and thus it led to his paranoia. Um, So he's always had that. But chess was the distraction, right? Well, once you win at chess, what do you do now? What stops the distraction? What – it's one of those very strange things, right? Where, like, at what point does, like, is, what's the greater good? You know what I mean? And and they never got into that. I would love to see more about that. I would love to see more about the relationship between Spassky and, and, and during the end crash, they do the thing where they show real life footage of the real Bobby Fisher. And, you know, McGuire actually has some of his speaking man, or he just actually sounds like Bobby Fisher. Surprisingly, um, it's a little bizarre. Um, but they do the thing where they show real footage of Bobby Fisher from, I think, the nineteen eighties or nineties or whatever, going forward until his death. And um, it's it's bizarre. It's truly bizarre. Um, but yeah, I, I really. I really enjoy the hell out of the film. I don't I don't know if it's buy worthy. I know it's rent worthy. If you get a chance to go to Amazon or iTunes and and rent it for five, six bucks, I think it's definitely worth that. But um I, I think the movie could have been truly Oscar contending if it really focused on those issues. Uh you know, they like i do remember fisher was very uh, at least in interviews and also in other articles was very sexual he knew he was a rock star he acted like a rock star they don't really get into that part either um now granted it might have been true that that was after the fact not during the fact necessarily like he acted like a spoiled rich kid snobby rock star during it but the but that was partly because of his insanity Um, most of it was him feeling like it wasn't fair that the Russians were getting this or Russians were getting that. And, um, and so some of that, I mean, that's what the movie was sort of saying is that any crazy demands he had wasn't because he was a rock star. He was acting, uh, I mean, I would say there was maybe 10% of that is coming from that place, but the rest of it was he couldn't concentrate. He couldn't. Um, but there's one part that was really fascinating of where he demanded they move the chess game into a, a room where they have ping pong um, and because it's super quiet. They would set up one camera, which it doesn't have a lot of noise. There's no crowd there. Like In the first uh, first game, there are people are coughing and he makes this really stupid move and it loses the game for him. And Spassky realizes too, and again, this is what I really like, Spassky, they don't portray him as a villain. Um, I think that a lot of times when you do movies like this, it's really easy to categorize someone like Spassky, or even if you did it from the Russian perspective, you could categorize Bobby Fisher as a bad guy. And, you know, you, you can't do that because, um... I mean, at least with chess. Like, if, if this was about war or something, I, I would understand this. But the problem is, is that I, I I could be wrong about that because the movie is about a war. It's about the Cold War. Um, excuse me. Bobby Fischer was fighting the Cold War and he didn't really know it. At least that's how the movie portrays is that he was bamboozled by the U.S. government to sort of take on Spassky. And he just didn't really know it. And... Again, completely fascinating. And I would have loved to get into that too. Like, show that. Like, that to me. Like, even if it was a way longer movie, I would have rather have witnessed that. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm saying I feel like the movie is sometimes a hit and sometimes a miss. I'd rather have seen a three and a half hour movie about the the truly, the maddening loss of toby Maguire's uh, Bobby Fischer. Um in terms of his mental sanity, Um, against, I think, the hour and a half, two hour that we saw. Again, it's like one of those so close yet so far. And I really do hope, I really do hope, that you get a chance to see this movie. And share your thoughts with me. You can email me at goodbaggeeky at gmail.com or tweet me at goodbadgeeky. Because, uh, I, again, I, I really am fascinated uh, by this movie. I, I'm fascinated by all types of movies uh, that are sort of biopics a little bit. And, um, and I feel this one is sort of like a missed opportunity. I do think that the movie as itself, though, is quality – um, it would hold up for probably a repeat viewing and probably a few years unless, you know, I dug it enough that I'd watch it with friends if they said, Hey, you want to watch pa- Pawn Sacrifice? But I, I don't think I would go out of my way to go, Hey, I want to watch Pawn Sacrifice right now. It's one of those movies you watch every few years or so. I do think it's worth watching. Uh, McGuire is brilliant. Liv Schreiber, again, knocks it out of the park. Um, and, uh... The other gentleman, who's I can't, he, for, I said his name earlier, and I just can't remember it for the life of me. But he did a great job too. Peter Sasgard does really good again in a role that I didn't even know he was in. Uh, he plays a pastor named Bill, who I again, is, you have to watch the movie to get why he's involved with with um, uh, McGuire's Fisher. And I don't know the exact specifics on that relationship in real life. I just know in terms of the real life Bobby Fisher from what I read, you know, how that case, how it went down in terms of his sanity and what games he gave up, what games he didn't. Um, and, and show more of Game 6, which they even say in the credits was considered the most, you know, the most, uh, as chess masters all over the world will say, in historians, the most dramatically intense and beautifully played game of chess in the entire history of the world, even to this day. Like, show that game. Show that game happening. Maybe, I I, I don't know. Like, it's such a weird thing. Like, the film hits all the right notes, but sometimes in a wrong way. Or you know what it's trying to play. It's almost like jazz in that regard. You know the song they're trying to play is when the saints come marching in. They're doing it in a way, because it's jazz, that you've never heard before. And it's still playing the same song, but it's not as good if you, they would have played it maybe a little bit a different way, right? It's still good, it's still quality, but mm, it's missing something. And that's the hardest thing about this movie. I give it uh, three stars if I had to give a rating for it. But, um, but, but yeah, please give me your thoughts, goodbadgeeky at gmail.com or tweet me at goodbadgeeky. Alright, everyone, thanks for listening to the GBG Drive-By. Next episode, stay tuned to an awesome live version of The Good, the Bad, and the Geeky. Thanks for listening. Get out of here without cheese! You're a creep! Go away! We're having a good time until you show up cheapers! Uh, go have some coffee with cream or something! Because I'll tell you something! This is a happy place! What the fuck am I supposed to say? (laughs) What song is that?